So we are back. We're back. Skipped last week. We had to take a week off. We were so busy last week. Didn't even get to a podcast. Couldn't get to a podcast, but we are back. Better than ever. 34. Honey, do the dishes. Honey, do the dishes. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. That's the title of our podcast today, honey. Do the dishes. Do the dishes. But before we get into our main topic today, yeah, we had quite the discussion at lunch, and it got me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for for some reason today, Leanna didn't eat food, and because she didn't eat food, she didn't come into the kitchen area. Right. But she sat in her office and talked to us. Through the through the doors, through the walls, through the walls, <laughs> and we had a really funny conversation with her through the walls. Yeah, but part of that conversation wanted me to bring this up. Okay, has it? Have you ever noticed that like Mexican food is all the same, just with different shape? Yes, and a, and a different name. Yes. Okay. Me and my wife talked about this the other day. Like the only thing that I can think of is different. That's different. Is uh, it's the stuffed pepper? I can't even remember what that's called. A chili relleno. Yeah. So the chili relleno is the only <laughs> thing that's different. Every other kind of uh, mex or tacos, burritos, nachos, yep. enchiladas, fajitas. It's all this. It's exactly the same ingredients. <laughs> it's all the exact same ingredients, except yep. the shape of it is a little different. Yeah. And something might be melted on one, but not melted on the other. Right. <laughs> Which is not much difference. Yeah. You know, or uh, something might be uh, grill topped or deep fried, but it yeah. doesn't, it's still the same ingredients. It's still the same ingredients. Yeah. Like, like okay, you got uh, uh, a quesadilla mm-hmm. versus the chimichanga. So we take our kids to Taco Bell. And you're like, do you want a taco or an enchilada? What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the difference between a taco and an enchilada. I'm sure that there's somebody out there who's getting mad at us right now. Those guys, I don't know. You know, there's all this seasoning and all this stuff. And I'm just going to let you know right now, there's nothing really different between a taco and a burrito and a nachos and a, and a enchilada and anything else out there, really. Yeah. Fajitas. I mean, it's all the same it's stuff. All, it's all the same. I, I think fajitas and tacos are one of the funniest ones to me. Because they are literally exactly the same. A fajita is just deconstructed tacos that you put together. That you yourself. put together yourself. Yeah. That, but I love fajitas. Somebody's like, put it in a sizzling pan, and you're, <laughs> and you're like, absolutely, yes, I want to pay three more dollars for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so that points us to the topic that we were having with Leanna through the wall today at lunch. Yeah. Which is now I wasn't there for all of it, but I came in back into the little kitchen area in the middle of your conversation with Leanne, and I could tell that there was some... There was some tension. There was some tension in the room. Yeah. And it was funny to find out that the tension was about Mastacholi and lasagna. Yes. <laughs> so so Todd Freville, we've had him as, as a guest on the podcast before. Me and him were talking because he was eating lasagna for lunch. This is why this came up. He okay. was eating lasagna for lunch. And I asked him, which is better, masticholi or lasagna? And he said, lasagna, absolutely. 
And then I asked and him. He's if, right about that. Oh, 100%. I don't even like Mastacholi. I don't like Mastacholi. I love lasagna. Yeah. I, and then I asked him, what's the difference? And he started to describe to me the differences of lasagna. And I said, yes, you are correct. We can be great friends now. And then I'm going to guess that Leanna was listening to you guys talk to the wall and then hollered out something to you guys. Yeah, she just kind of was laughing at us. Uh huh. And I asked her if she disagreed. And she said, they're the exact same ingredients. <laughs> oh, man. And, and I think that's kind of when you walked in, was kind of at that point. And, and, and you asked me right away, what do you like better, lasagna or mastacholi? Yeah. And without a doubt, lasagna is amazing. Lasagna is so much better. And mastacholi is kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm with you on this 100%. How can they be the exact same ingredients if I really like one and I really don't like the other? <laughs> they can't. They're not the same ingredients. I tell you what, too. When it comes to Italian food, the shape of that noodle is a big deal to me. It is a big deal. I prefer angel hair pasta way more than spaghetti. Okay, 100%. Why? I'm in agreement with you. You are. Yes, absolutely. Angel hair pasta is better than spaghetti. And it's the exact same thing. The same. (laughs) It's it's flour and egg and water. Yeah. But it's just a different shape. It's just a different shape. So part of what I don't like about mastacholi is the shape of that round Doofus noodle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like the flat noodle. Uh-huh. I like the layers. Uh huh. You know, and it gives it a great texture. A great texture. There's no air. The yes, exactly. The the round noodle is is a bad texture. It's a straw. Yeah, it's like a straw that you're it's sucking up. It's a Panera up. straw. It's it's a <laughs> you know it, the Panera <laughs> straw. Yes, the <laughs> giant super fat Panera straw. And you can't suck it up. The the mastacholi. You you actually put the mastacholi noodle in your mouth and you try to suck it in. It just you're breathing air <laughs> through the straw. It's gross. Or it's just sucking in tomato juice. It's gross. I don't like it. No, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's it's just. And you know what I like? What What do you I, like? I love ricotta cheese. I love ricotta cheese. There's no ricotta cheese in mastacholi. There's none. I've never had mastacholi where someone's like, yeah, I put ricotta cheese in this. Actually, you know what's better than lasagna? What? Manicotti. I don't know if I've ever had manicotti. Okay. This is what you got to do. You got to make – can you promise me something? Yeah. You're, that you're going to do I'm this? I'm going to make a promise right now. You got to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I mean, you I might – I might not be – I might have a, a time. It might take a little bit of time. I don't I'll, care I'll how do long it. it takes you. Just All promise right. me you do it. All right. I'll do it. There's a Italian restaurant in Flint on Miller Road. All right. Um – I forget the name of it, but I'll after the podcast is over, I'll I'll text you. All right, they're like an authentic Italian restaurant. All right, they have manicotti on their menu. All right, not every Italian restaurant has manicotti. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't even know if I've been to one that has manicotti. Manicotti is a pasta with the spaghetti sauce, and you got your kind of like your mozzarella cheese on top. It's kind of melted onto it, but it it in a big round noodle is full. Of ricotta cheese. Okay. And each forkful is a perfect ratio between spaghetti sauce, noodle, and ricotta cheese. That sounds awesome. It's really good. Like really, really good. Yeah. And not every Italian restaurant has it. It's just kind of like an odd – man, I mean, manicotti is kind of an odd dish. Yeah. But it's the best one. I don't know. It's amazing. I'll I'll try it. It sounds great. I love Italian food, so Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll definitely try it. Oh, man. For sure. Do it. And yeah. so a little bit of food food topic today. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm hungry right now, actually. <laughs> I was get I was getting pretty hungry when we were talking about food. Like right now, I'm like I'm thinking, where what can I eat when I, want, I get home? I know. What do I have? <laughs> I know. It's which. Let's go. Let's dive into our main topic today. All right, honey, do the dishes. Honey, do the dishes. Um, what if Dana? What if you got home today from work and Dana's like, Aaron, can you do all the dishes that were piled up there yesterday? I'm just tired. And I really need a little help. Yeah. And you were, and you responded like, "If I don't do the dishes, are you going to divorce me?" Ah. And she was like, "No, no." And then you were like, "Okay, then I'm not doing them." Oh, that'd be a terrible that would response, be bad, right? That'd be yeah. Bad. You're, you're, she's not going to divorce you, right? But like, the relationship is now at there's there's weird tension. Weird, now. weird tension. Yeah, yeah for there's, sure. There's some tension in the relationship now, and she's probably thinking to herself. He's mean. <laughs> yeah, what kind of a jerk is this guy? Yeah, why is he being like this right now? I'm. This is strange. This is like weird. And uh, the next day, so she has to do the dishes, right? Yeah. Well, next day she's like, honey, can you do the laundry, please? I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I just worked all day, you know. Can you please do dishes for me? And you were like, go ahead, say it. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if I don't do the laundry, are you going to divorce me? No, no, I'll, I won't divorce you. I don't think so. Then I'm not gonna do it. Ooh, man! If your relationship, <laughs> if everything you did for your spouse is based upon, will you divorce me or not? Guess what's gonna eventually happen to that marriage? You're probably gonna get a divorce. Yeah, I think so. I think you're probably gonna get a divorce. Like you're just gonna end up like sooner or, or later. That or just that. if you somehow stuck that out, it would be like the worst, oh. just miserable marriage ever. It really would be miserable, and. It, <laughs> You wouldn't be happy. No. There would be no joy in that relationship. It wouldn't be a very good relationship. wouldn't be a healthy relationship. I would say that you eventually would just, if you stuck with that person, you would just become strangers in a house together. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) It's not a marriage. No. But you'd be living together. So let's just paint it this way. Let's put a spiritual spin on this. Yep. I like it. All right. What if God asked you to do something and you were like, God, is this a salvation issue? Yeah. Mm. And he's like, no, it's it's nothing to do with your salvation. It's just I want you to do this for me. Yeah. And you're like, no. Well, my salvation's not riding on it. Yeah. So it's nothing to do with my salvation or my eternity or my sta- or my name written in the book of life. Yeah. Mm, I'll pass. No, nah, no, thanks. I'm good. He's gonna God's gonna be like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Yeah. And then he came to you again and asked you to do something different. And you were like, God, come on. No, this has nothing to do with salvation. I'm out. Yeah. What's eventually, what's your relationship with God eventually going to be like? It's probably going to be miserable. It's going to not be good. No. It's going to be severed. And, you know, could you eventually, could you make it to heaven? Eventually, maybe, with that attitude? I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the judge of that. Yeah. But I will say this. (laughs) Don't, it doesn't sound like you have a relationship with God. No. Yeah, it reminds me of of something that Jeannie Mayo said when she was here recently. Uh, she was talking and she's preaching, and she said, "There's going to be some people who are just barely going to make heaven." Yeah, you know, I mean, they they basically they just missed hell. Yeah, you know, they 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 made the the, the judgment seat, the great white throne. They, they they passed that. Yeah, and then when they get to the judgment seat, they're like, <laughs> "This is how I always pictured it in my mind. You're going to be allowed outside of the gate." <laughs> <laughs> like 
You're just yeah. gonna, you can see the wonderful, you're going to be able to just see the wonderful activity happening inside the gate, but you're going to have to just sit outside the gate for a long time <laughs> saying, I'm so sorry, God, <laughs> for the way I treated you. I didn't treat you the way you treated me. Yeah. And, you know, that'll have to happen for a little bit. That's kind of how I imagine. Obviously, that's not biblical in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, don't take that to the, to the bank or try to find that scripture in the Bible. But that's just kind of how I mentally right. yeah, exactly. imagine how that so how that heaven entrance would go. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, let, let, let's put this really practically for somebody out there. Let's say uh, you, you're, uh, well, let's, let's start really small. You know, you're in the grocery store and uh, you feel like God tells you, hey, go, go pay for somebody's groceries. That person right there. Mm-hmm. You look over, they got like four things. You're like... No, I think I can make it to heaven without paying oh, for their groceries. Sure. Now nah, I'm good. What, what if you, what if for all of our students who are maybe you're in high school mm-hmm. and you're you're walking through school the school hallway and you know this person doesn't know the Lord and you feel like God has just put it on your heart to to share the Lord with them to invite them to church to share the gospel with them. And you're like, well. My salvation is not riding on this. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to make it to heaven if I don't tell them about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pass that. I would say right now that God's been speaking to you about things. Things like treating your friends better. Yeah. Treating your family better. Maybe if you're listening to this podcast and you're married, you feel like God's been challenging you to treat your spouse better, potentially treating your kids better. Those of you who have kids. Yeah. Being nicer, <laughs> being more pleasant. Uh Maybe God's been even challenging you to be a dreamer, to be a visionary, to yeah. be a planner, to create um, a better life for you and your family. Yeah. God's been challenging you to just be better at life. And you've just been like, no, nope, 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 no. I would, man, you're, you're like walking down a real slippery slope. Yeah. Where eventually... The Bible talks about this. Eventually, God, if you're not responding to him, he leaves you alone. Yep. And you don't want that. <laughs> no. No, not at all. I mean, if, and if you want a, a chapter and verse, yeah, go to, go to Romans 1. Read the second half of Romans 1. And, it's, and it talks about how mankind stopped listening to God. And it said their judgment was that God left them alone to their own evil desires. Sheesh. <laughs> that, and that was God's judgment. And I mean, uh, that sounds pretty scary to me. I had, oh, yeah. I had a, uh, kind of some verses I wanted to talk about Let's when, do it. when we were talking about this, Pastor Luke, because oh, yeah. I was reading this in my personal devotions this week, uh, Second John, um, Second John 1, I guess, just one chapter. The kind of the main heart, I would say, behind Second John is John's writing to a specific person. Um, he calls her, I think, the uh, the chosen or the lady chosen by God, and uh, he's writing. And this main chunk of Second John is all about the command of God to love one another. Mm-hmm. And I really like this this uh, book, I guess, this letter that John wrote because he makes it really, really clear and really simple. That God's command from the beginning was to love one another, mm-hmm. to love people like he loved us. And that was so simple. 
And I like that because John wrote this epistle, and you can go all the way back to John 14, or John 13, John 13, 34, and 35, and you see that Jesus, John was able to write this to this, this lady because he was there in the garden when Jesus told his disciples, hey, I'm giving you a new command to love one another as I have loved you. And I think that sometimes, Pastor, we can even make this idea of, well, God didn't ask me, like I didn't hear this audible voice telling me to go on a mission trip, to go invite somebody to church, to go witness to this person. But I love what you said, that God has called us to live a a higher life. God has called us, no matter who you are, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are called to love people unconditionally, Mm -hmm. to love others as Christ loved you. And John wrote a whole letter just about that. And, and I think that sometimes we can miss that. We're like, well, God, I didn't hear this audible voice, right, telling me to do this. God didn't have to speak to you in an audible voice for you to love people. Or at least he shouldn't have to. Yeah. It's all over the place in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, we can miss that. And Jesus tells this parable in um, what, what Matthew 21. It's called the parable of the two sons. Yeah. And uh, you can read it for yourself if you want to look up. Matthew chapter 21, but essentially Jesus says that a father asked his first son to go out and work in the field. Yep. And he says, no. Yeah. But then later, the son changes his mind, goes out and works in the field. Yep. Then he asks the second son, he says, second son, go work in the field for me. And the son says, yes, father, I will. But that second son never goes never and does goes. it. And Jesus is then asked the Pharisees, which son was, which, which son did the right thing? Yeah. The one that just gave like lip service, yeah, or the one that physically did the duty that the father asked him to do, right? And sometimes, not sometimes, most of the time, we are great with lip service, yeah, yep. and we're terrible with the actual with the action, follow through. the follow through. We will talk our way into, you know. We'll talk our way out of trouble. We will smooth talk our way into into painting ourselves to be great when we're really lazy. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll even lie about what we've accomplished in our past to make sure that somebody likes us. Yep. To think they're, they're impressed with us. But God's seen our actions, and our actions are more important than our words. Yep. But our culture puts more emphasis on words than actions. Oh, yeah. We're, we, we really focus on people's words. And what did, what did they say? What how they, how what did they, they say? say it? Yeah, exactly. But what's more important is if you just physically actually did it. Yeah. It's more important. That, that's way more. And, and just to, to back that up even more, the Bible says that literally this is exact. I'm going to read James 2. This is what James 2 says. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Right? So they're claiming it. They have say they're it. saying all they're the right saying things. Everything. They're saying all the right things. Yeah. But they have no deeds to back it up. Can such faith save them? Can such like that's not even faith. James <laughs> is like that's not even real faith. Well, it's just words. He says suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. And one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, and be well fed, but does nothing about their physical need. 
what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accomplished or accompanied by actions, is dead. It's so interesting, too. Like, that <laughs> the story that he just tells there. <laughs> yeah. What Was that in... Uh, uh... That's James chapter 2. Okay, so that's Paul writing to James. Nope, this is James writing to the church. That's James writing to the church? Yeah. Thanks. Um, it's interesting because the person he's he, the person who who gave a wonderful <laughs> what do you call that empty like christian as, as you know what it is <laughs> it is what? a super christianese response yeah with no action backing it up oh could you please give me some food be blessed my child <laughs> what what be, I'm, I'm really be, hungry be warm and well fed i could use a taco or an enchilada <laughs> Be warm, be fed, my child. With what? <laughs> God bless you, my son. Why? <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Yeah, that'd be, oh, oh, and that's all how, how we are. <laughs> yeah. That's how we behave all the time. Oh, honey, I love you. And all the while you're cheating on her behind her back. Wow. Right? Yeah. Oh, God, I love you. But all the while you're looking for any reason not to be at church. Yep. Whoa. You love God, you know? Oh, yeah. God, I love you, but I can't. I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people say that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. No, we are we are God's treasures. Yeah. You can't love God and hate his treasures. Yeah. You can't and hate his bride. No. I'm <laughs> if, if, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are the bride of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And and if somebody treated my bride bad. Yeah. I'm, oh. But they told me they loved me. You better watch out. Yeah. Look at they they came up to me and were like, I love you, Pastor Lucas, but your wife, she's stupid. I'm like you're about not to like me. I'm about to, I'm about to punch you right now. Yeah. I'm I'm about to take you out right now. Let's I don't go. I think you know me. You might like me, but you don't know me because I'm about to throat punch. <laughs> you. I, I, I heard a, a pastor say this and he was talking about this exact thing. And he told this story uh, about his son was playing Little League Baseball. And he said uh, the, it was, they were old enough where the kids were pitching, but not old enough where the kids were very good at pitching. <laughs> nice. And those, uh, are some bad, those are some rough years of baseball right there. I've played and, those years. <laughs> and uh, so he said the pitcher threw the pitch and hit his son uh, in the shoulder. And so everybody, his team was kind of cheering. His, his son was, you know, get a free base, wore the pitch. The umpire called him back and said, nope, he leaned into the pitch. Okay. He's, he's, it's a ball. Okay. And everybody on the bench was upset because it was just a wild pitch. that Nobody thought he leaned into it, but the umpire said he did. Got to love the Little League umpires. <laughs> what are these, these, these guys love, love to... To flex their authority, don't they? Oh yeah, There's and he a, said something this, off about these people. This this lady stood up on the bench and she started yelling at this umpire and saying, <laughs> "Man, he didn't lean into the pitch. Are you crazy?" Yeah. And this dad said, "All of a sudden, I knew I could tell this lady she was standing up for my son." Mm-hmm. And then he he kind of paralleled this and he said, "You know what? If you." really wanted to show me honor or wanted to show me love, mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do is treat my kids well. Yeah. He said, I don't, he's like, if you treated my kids terrible, but you <laughs> yeah. gave me money, 
You wrote yeah. you wrote songs about me. <laughs> That's you, cool. you wrote songs about me. <laughs> you uh, you come to my house and tell me how much you love me. Yeah. And you treat my kids terrible. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna believe you. No. Nope. He's like, but how many of us try to do that with God? We 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 tithe and we say, God, look how much I love you. I gave you some of my paycheck. Mm-hmm. I sing you a worship song mm. once a week on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I come to church sometimes to tell you how much I love you, but mm-hmm. I treat people terrible. Mm. He said, what, is, what does that say about your, the way you actually love God? Uh, they got something messed up with them. They, they got something messed up. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's what James is talking about right here. Mm-hmm. How can you say, go <laughs> be blessed, warm, and well-fed? <laughs> be blessed, warm, well-fed, my child. Uh, I just really would like a coat and a taco. <laughs> Mastacholi, even at this point, I'm starving. <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, where's the where's your faith? Where's the love? And I, I think that's that's kind of the essence of what we've been talking about this whole podcast. Mm, yeah, um, you know we don't serve God because it's a salvation issue. Yeah, we serve God because we've felt His heart. Yeah, we we know the Father's heart, and the Father's heart desires that we take care of the precious things of this world. Yeah, come on, that's good. We are his precious things. Everything else is going to burn up and go away. Yep. But the human human beings are his precious things. Oh, yeah. Are we taking care of God's precious things? Are we loving God's precious things? Yep. Because that's what we're judged on. Yeah. We're not judged on how we took care of Mother Nature. I put Mother Nature in quotes <laughs> because... Yeah. Uh-huh. Because there's people who care more about Mother Nature than they do about people. Yep. There's people who care more about animals than they do yep. about people. Oh, yeah. There's people That's out there so who sad. rather sacrifice people to make sure animals can survive or the forest can thrive. That's It really is so, so sad. It's backwards. It, it is. And I think that I don't know, I, I'll have one, one last thought I kind of want to leave everybody with. Um, and we, we could talk more, but I just was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you were talking about that, because we see that so much in this world that people care, will care more about animals, the planet, the forest, then people, I mean, let's get really, really practical. Sometimes people will care more about views, likes, shares on a social media platform, and they don't care who they hurt or what they have to say as long as they get noticed. Yeah. But Paul, I believe writing to the Corinthian church, told them that as a believer, you become an ambassador for Christ. I think if Paul were alive today, he, he, the, the church would get a letter. The, oh, the church in America, we'd be getting a letter. <laughs> and uh, how many letters? I don't know, but we'd be getting some letters. I'd be America, first, second, third, fourth, there'd probably be a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he says, you know, you're an ambassador. What is an ambassador is someone who represents the authority from their country. That's true. As an ambassador for Christ, on this planet, we're supposed to be representing heaven mm. here on this earth. And when you think of it like that, it's not complicated. It's it's not complicated at all. Let me ask you this, and this is a follow-up question. Do the people around you, when they see you, would they say, oh, yeah, he's representing or she's representing heaven well? Mm-hmm. Because if not, 
then maybe we need to rethink some of the ways that we're doing things. And nobody's perfect. No, you're. Paul wasn't perfect. Nobody's he wrote that. perfect. We're going to make mistake yeah. mistakes. We're going to snap at people. We're going to we're going to offend. We're going to do the wrong thing sometimes. Sometimes we even will plan on doing the wrong thing. Yep. We we can be evil. We can be bad at times. But what? That's when you repent. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's what repentance is all about. That's when the blood of Jesus was. Sh- that's why the blood of Jesus was shed. Because <laughs> yeah. he knows we're full of mistakes. Yep. But God desires his people to come back, to repent, to humble themselves. Yeah, I like that. And and I would say to you today that a husband who responds to his wife, is this a, you know, is this a divorce issue? Well, they're not humble at all. Not, not one bit. Not one bit. They're full of pride. Full of pride. And the person who responds to God that says, is this a uh, salvation issue? They're not humble. Nope. They're full of pride. Absolutely full of pride. And the Bible says that God rejects the proud. Rejects the proud. And at the final day, he'll reject you if you're proud. Yeah. If you think you earned your way into heaven somehow, or you earned a crown, or you deserve a mansion, I don't think you're getting in. <laughs> Man, there's no way. There's no way. He's going to line this, his golden streets with you. You're going to pop diamonds out of the bricks and put them in your pockets. There's, there's no way. <laughs> You're going to hoard stuff. There's no way that you, like, just think about your life and you think that the God in heaven who created everything is going to look down at you and be like, yes, you deserved to come into my kingdom. You were so good. That doesn't even make sense. Mm-mm. The Bible says that the heart is wicked and deceitful above all else. And you're going to say, I don't know if I deserve to be in the heaven. I, yeah. And he's going to say, welcome home. Welcome home. Oh, man. My, the blood of Jesus covers all of those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. That's a good podcast today. It's a good podcast. Well, it's been good to be back, folks. Hate taking a week off. It's rough. But sometimes it just gets so busy around here, and then we're right in the middle of the holidays, and the church ramps up during the holidays. <laughs> yeah, so this is a busy busy season for us, for sure. I think we realize there's only one holiday the church doesn't ramp up for, and that was Thanksgiving. <laughs> Every other holiday is like... The church we're, we're is going. on. Yeah, we're going. The church is doing something extra for it. So we are right in the middle of it. We're, we're ramped up. We, we were able to, to slip away and get you a podcast. And so it's been great to be with you today, audience. We'll be right back next week. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Can't work them off today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.